It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the Locked On Auburn Podcast, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast presented by... Fetch Me. I want to give a shout out to our friends at Fetch Me. They're run by an Auburn alum. Auburn family. Got to support one another. More about that at the end of the show, but you need to go to Fetch Me. Fetch Me has a great selection of anything you want, including meals from your favorite restaurants, as well as groceries, coffee. They do dry cleaning, and they have the friendliest and fastest service in town. So Fetch Me, they're the best in the business. Go to FetchMeDelivery.com or just download the free Fetch Me Delivery app. Use promo code at checkout, FetchMe20, FetchMe20, no spaces, FetchMe20, for your first delivery free. I'm Zach Blackerby, and I am joined today by Michael Pappas. Hello. We're getting this out a little later than normal today. Sorry about that. Our uh, our radio station wanted to unplug itself this morning, so we're good now, though. Yes, it unplugged itself. That's kind of how it worked, but, you know, we're here now. Obviously, big news coming out yesterday. Booby Whitlow will miss at least a month. He had a minor knee procedure done, and so it's it's next man up for the Auburn running backs. Yep, certainly looks that way. Uh, you know, we'll really get to see the depth in that running back room. Uh, that's really all you can say about it. It's a bummer, to say the least. Hope he's okay. You hate it for Booby. You know, he had a chance to end the season leading the SEC in rushing yards, and that's... That's a bummer for him. I mean, you can tell he put out a post on Instagram. He He's hurting a little bit. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, you can tell that he loves football and he wants to keep playing. And he's got to wait. And he's got to watch his, his, his teammates, his brothers, his friends. They get to keep playing. And they're going to play for him. And there's an article on Auburn Undercover. I think Jason Caldwell wrote it talking about Cam Martin's remarks when he found out. It sounds like Coach Lack, Carnell Williams, they call him Coach Lack. Didn't know that. Makes sense. Kind of like. But, oh, okay. He sent a group text to all the running backs saying, you know, pray for Booby. He's got to get surgery and stuff, is what he said. Surgery and stuff. And, uh, yeah, to kind of keep him in your prayers and, you know, we're going to get things going. So a lot of folks on Twitter, a lot of Auburn people on message boards saying, hey, it's time for DJ Williams. I've seen articles come out left and right. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Cam Martin's the guy. I think it's Cam Martin. Yeah. Uh... It's, it's the unsexy pick. But I think everything about this is when you look at how Malzahn has handled running backs, yeah. it's the most experienced guy. It's the safest guy. Does E.J. Williams, does he have a ton of upside? Sure. I, I, I get it. He's a very talented freshman. But he's going to go with the guy that has the most scrimmage yards on the team, and it's Cam Martin, and it's not even close. Yeah. It, uh, based on body of work, in career and what we've seen from Mal's on, it certainly looks like it'll be Cam Martin. But how? I mean, for how long? Like, I I hate to be that guy, but like Cam Martin is just not very good. And Sean Shivers didn't play at all against Florida. Um, I kind of assumed that that was because he was punching opposing players in the face before the game. I haven't really heard anyone talk about that this week. Sure. Um, so we'll see kind of how that plays out moving forward. But uh, speaking you, of punching people, what about Harold Joyner? Like, why? What? Like, it doesn't. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's a running back. But speaking you, of punching people, real quick, uh huh. The George Pickens video, uh huh. The former Auburn uh, commit, uh, obviously flipped on national signing day to go to to Georgia, but 
There's a video of him apparently punching uh, someone from his high school. And I think I saw somewhere that somebody said the guy he was punching had special needs or a learning disability or something like that. So that obviously just makes it significantly worse. But curious to see what happens with that. He'll probably sit like the first half against Georgia Tech or something like that. But Oh, I would not even. So I, I was talking to uh, Painter Sharpless about this earlier, and he said that actually like – he since he saw the video come out, he's seen that like it's from Pickens's like sophomore or junior year in high school, and that Painter has seen more recent pictures of the two of them, like their friends or something, and he's seen also that the guy like does not have like a visible a visible disability, if that makes sense. Okay then. So uh all signs point to most likely nothing is gonna happen. Gotcha. It's something that happened years ago. Uh, although my first thought was, I hope he gets kicked off the team and transfers to Auburn. All right. All right. So. DJ Williams, what percentage of snaps do you think he gets or carries do you think he gets moving forward? Is it even close to 20%? I think it's going to be it's pretty low. To. I don't think it has to be. Unless they're just going to abandon the running game. I mean, I, I, just, I think that Cam Martin and Sean Shivers, mostly Cam Martin, because uh, I don't think Shivers is going to get the ball a whole bunch still. Um, I, I just think that Cam Martin is going to have so little success running between the tackles that Gus is like not going to have a choice. He's going to have to play one of the younger guys. I definitely think it's going to put more pressure on Malzahn to be creative as far as using Anthony Schwartz, using Shivers around mm-hmm. the end. I th- I would think that he would pull and call J.J. Wilson's number more than D.J. Williams' number so far, just based on kind of what I've seen. Like running the ball? Yeah. Why? There's a lot of talk about that in fall camp. And once again, I I think it just goes back really to experience. He doesn't want to play a freshman running back. Malzahn, when has he ever done that? And he's had talented guys in the past. Right. And that worked really well. Yeah, no, I mean, you're, and, and then the time before that was Dyer, but Michael Dyer yeah. was kind of a special player. Uh, look, man, I don't know. What about Mark Anthony Richards? Is he still injured? I know they were planning on redshirting him this season because he got hurt. Yeah, keep him out. I, I don't think that's significantly better than anybody else. I, I mean, I don't either. Even, just, even the upside. I'm just throwing stuff out there at this point. I'm, I'm just telling you, I mean, we've seen this in the past. I mean, it's, it's boring, it's not the sexy thing. Cam Martin seems like a super nice guy but he's not the sexiest option because you know what he is, right? And I think yeah. I think people, uh, fans of any sport, are like, let's see the guy that we haven't seen for some reason. He's got to be better, but he would have played more if he was that good, you know what I mean? So I, I'm just, I think Gus is going to go with the safe option here, and I think that safe option is Cam Martin. I, I don't disagree with you at all. I hope that's not true, but um, you're laying out the facts, and, and I have no choice but to accept them. Well, all right, then. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one-selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. We have other important matters to attend to. Yes. 
You have a statement to read, but we're not quite there yet. Yes, I have prepared a statement. You have a statement prepared for the shenanigans that happened at the end of last episode. A lot of controversy has come out of it, so stay tuned for that. But another huge bit of news. Kevin Steele whipped out a nickname for a player last night. I, I saw this. And it's I a knew player it was that, coming. and it's a player that we have already um, already given a nickname, mm-hmm. and our nickname is better than the one that Kevin Steele gave. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm very confident in this, but he started calling Zacoby McLean, also known as Chainsaw McLean, here on the Locked On Auburn podcast, Jackrabbit. So we got downhill and Jackrabbit, and it's me Wu Tang at the linebacker core. Is that? Uh, that's his Instagram name, right? Twitter. It may be his Instagram, okay, too. I, but I don't yeah, know. It's me, Wu-Tang, is his Twitter, Chandler Wooten's Twitter account. Look, you may think that Chainsaw is the better nickname, but it's not the nickname. It's not. It's when Kevin Steele tosses out the legitimate nickname, that's the one we got to go with. That's the one You're we right. have to ride with. You're right. I mean, we could call him Dragon Claw, you know, the coolest thing yeah. in the world. But if, if that's not his name, it's not his name. It's not. It's Jackrabbit. It's Jackrabbit. So uh, we will refer to Zacoby as Jackrabbit here moving forward. We also need to make an adjustment for the Locked On Auburn Podcast Awards entry. I now officially nominate Jackrabbit McLean as uh, as potential best nickname. Hmm. R.I.P. Chainsaw. <laughs> what a you run. You had a good run. What a run we had. We even had people uh, that are on the broadcast crew, and I might look. Call them Chainsaw. I never, never caught on. Never caught on. That's okay. That's fine. I, that's something I've got to live with. I just want someone to drop a downhill in in the middle of the game. They do it. They call him Downhill Brit? Well, they said that uh, KJ Brit is running downhill. They did it in the Oregon game because a million people tweeted me within 30 seconds. I'm like, oh, my gosh, people uh, listen to the show. Yes. They did it. Um they did it on game day. Yeah, you tweeted I, out a video I, from it. Yeah, yeah. I, I tweeted out a video of them talking about how he plays downhill and, and blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, no, I want someone to be like KJ Downhill Brit on that tackle. <laughs> Not just... Yeah, or, downhill makes the tackle. Or right. Zacoby Jackrabbit McLean makes the tackle. And I, I think it's just Jackrabbit. I think it's just Jackrabbit. I don't think it's like, like you know, KJ Downhill Brit. I think it's just Jackrabbit. Kind of like Prince. You know what I mean? That's just his name now. Okay. <laughs> kind of like Prince. They announced the kickoff time for Auburn, Arkansas, just as if it couldn't get any more of it, less interesting of a matchup. They're playing at 11 o'clock. Mm. Hey, if it's a game I'm not going to, we don't have to cover, or, you know, like, I'm not going to Fayetteville, so I'm cool with it. I'd rather them go, like, all right, let's get this over with so we can watch the good stuff later. Yeah, but I have to cover it, so. Oh, yeah, that stinks. <laughs> You'll be at Sky Bar at like 3 o'clock. Well, I'll be at Sky Bar at 11 a.m. I bet y'all do the show in studio. I bet y'all don't do it there. What? There's been a few times where they're like, yeah, we're not going to open for this. Oh. And they sit in studio. Oh. Uh, Dan and Scott. So we'll see. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. SEC game, though. Yeah. They've done it a few times, more than I would thought. I'm like, Skywars not open at all? But, yeah, so you're probably right, though. You'll probably be there. Okay, um, let's see. What are some other things going on? Trey Williams, former Auburn linebacker, expected to be on the show tomorrow. Ooh. I'm excited about that. I'm going to ask him his thoughts. One, on the linebacking core, and two, I'm going to get him to rank the nicknames. Smart. 
I think that's a good way to use his time. (laughs) (laughs) God, we're the worst. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. All right. Let's hear the statement. Okay. I have prepared a statement in regards to what happened yesterday. Hello. First, I'd like to thank everyone for joining me here today so that I may address the incident that occurred yesterday. One of the things I love about occurring on this podcast regularly is how we come together and embrace each other's differences. Black, white, brown, Catholic, Jewish, or Muslim, everyone is welcome to listen, talk, and bask in the glory that is Old Auburn. Rich or poor, rural, rural or urban, Republican or Democrat, Long hair, short hair, no hair, we don't care. Shoot, we even hope that Bama fans listen. We're in this studio together. This camaraderie and fandom and loyalty is the purest form of humanity we have. We don't judge. We embrace what makes us different. We talk, we laugh, we cry. We get uncomfortably sad for grown men with relatively fulfilling lives. We support each other through everything. We're our own rapidly growing locked-on Auburn family. This podcast has brought people together like no other daily Auburn podcast on the planet. Thousands of Tiger fans from all different backgrounds from all over the world can gather, put aside their differences, and enjoy 20 to 40 minutes of Auburn glory. This is podcasting. This is the game I love. And I'm lucky enough to appear on a podcast about my alma mater that I love and will defend like home, which, you know, is Texas. Ultimately, this passion is the definition and embodiment of what we're all about. Lastly, Zach is one of the most respected podcast hosts in our field. He's the ultimate role model of what a podcaster should be all about. A leader, a teacher, confident, articulate, not as intelligent as I am, but he's still pretty smart, thoughtful, caring, and very committed to a fan base that should have his back no matter what. I would be so blessed to grow up to be a podcast host half as good as this guy. However, I'm not there yet. What happened at the end of yesterday's podcast was not a reflection of this program or its host. It's my time to take responsibility for my actions, so that's what I'm doing right now. I hope that I can earn back your trust, Zach, and in time, the trust of our thousands of listeners, especially the gloat, Colonel Steve. Speaking of which, do you notice that he had time to post like seven pictures of him playing golf at St. Andrews and visiting the UK last week? Didn't have time to bring me with him, though. Joke's on you, Colonel Steve. I didn't want to play golf in Ireland anyway. Sorry, I got off track. Where was I? I I truly do hope that all of you listening can keep my mother in your thoughts and prayers, as I'm sure she feels deep shame. As she would say, quote, I thought I raised you better than that, end quote, or quote, did I fail as a mother, end quote. Finally, there's one listener that I would like to speak to privately. Everyone except at AURADDAD, please click that little fast-forward 30 seconds button on your listening device. Ready, go. Okay. At AURADDAD, now that's just me and you. Just us. We're just talking man-to-man. I can't believe you called me that on Twitter. I mean, wow. 
real creativity points for you. I haven't been called that since I turned 13. Literally, I, I think it was the sixth grade. A real blast from the past to get in there. It, it cut me real deep. I don't mind people calling me out on Twitter, especially when I deserve it. And clearly, in this case, I did. Just just be more creative than putting a space in the middle of my last name. Do you get it, Zach? Like like Pappas, but... There's a space in there? There's, there's two a words. space Got it. between the P and the A. There's a slightly naughty word in there. That guy is someone's rad dad. Actually, to be honest, at first, I thought it was like my dad's burner account or something because the rest of the tweet was a dad joke that my dad for sure would have made. But then I decided he probably wouldn't have made a joke about the last name that, that we share. Anyway, in conclusion, burping into the mic was gross. I will do my best not to do it again. No promises, though. I love you, Zach. I love you, Colonel Steve. I love you, Mom. Yeah. Uh, that's it. War Eagle. You feel better about that? Thanks, everyone, for joining me here today. I will not be taking questions at this time. Can I ask a few questions? Yeah, absolutely. First off, do you feel better? Yes. Second off, do you think people listen through that? I think so. Third. Wait, listen through the whole statement or listen yeah. through when I said fast forward? No, listen to the whole statement. No, I think they listened until I said fast forward and then they clicked the button like I like I asked them to. Okay, just high levels of trust there? Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you think at AU Rad Dad's point about uh, your burp, your belch, being as disgusting as Auburn's offense this past Saturday, do you think that was fair? Do you think that was a proper comparison? Not the name he called you by putting a space in the middle of your last name, but do you think your belch was on par at, uh, with Auburn's offense in the Swamp? I'm going to be honest. i got to say no. Okay. Um, uh, but i got to say, the, the name he called me really took a lot of sting out of the rest of it. You, know, you, you mentioned Colonel Steve mm -hmm. in, in your statement, as you should. I'm glad he's back. Do you know who follows him on Twitter? Me? Derek Brown. Seriously? Derek Brown follows Colonel Steve. Wow. <laughs> Colonel Steve, if there's a story behind that, please let us know. Because like, there's no way he just like, decided to follow you, right? Colonel Steve, if you could let him know to follow me. <laughs> if you want to help us get uh, Derek Brown on the show after he's also done playing at Auburn, that would be huge. Or while he's playing at Auburn. No, I don't want to step on that. That's tough. <laughs> I've done that before. I got in trouble. I'm going to leave that one be. All right, so there's one other thing I want to talk about. we got a few minutes left to go. You know, this past weekend, I went to the Ohio State-Michigan State game, mm -hmm. and there's a few things I picked up on, and one is Auburn's game day atmosphere and the game day experience that they focus on, I think a lot of people take it for granted, especially the video department. What War Eagle Productions puts together is is second to none in the country, and they win all kinds of awards and, and all of that. I mean, Ohio State's like a top five program mm -hmm. right now and their their player introductions like look like a high school slideshow like, it's it's crazy to me it's just a picture of the player and then their name where they're from their jersey number height and weight and all that stuff and then you know Auburn's got that awesome video every year and and they definitely doctor that up there is one thing they had on Auburn from a from a, a game day standpoint and I, I'm sure the only reason they do, did this was for recruiting and I would love to see Auburn do this and I've thought this for years. But w when Auburn does their Tigers in the NFL bit, mm -hmm. I mean, it essentially just is a slideshow. It's just they, they show different players in, in jerseys and 
I don't know. I mean, the, the number of that has definitely gone up. But Ohio State did this massive thing where they just went through like every first round draft pick that they have and like showed Goodell picking them. And I mean, that's really the only in depth video they did. And they did it for recruits because like, hey, if you come here, like you, there's a solid chance if you're good, you, you could be a first round draft <laughs> yeah. pick. And Auburn's getting more of those guys in there, but I want them to do more with their NFL guys, their guys in the NFL, because that's huge for recruiting. And Malzahn's getting better and better at putting these guys in, and you're about to have a lot to work with, with Derek Brown and and Marlon Davidson. I think Prince Tega's going to go early. I think Noah's going to go early. So I want to see more of that. And I think it's going to help with recruiting, because once you get a guy on campus and you say, hey, you know, we got guys in the NFL like crazy, I I just think you need more than the slideshow that's up there that they're doing right now. Yeah, I don't disagree with disagree with that at all. And that's what they uh, they talk about the Alabama machine and how Nick Saban can get these guys to stick around for three years instead of before they get to play a down of football instead of just bailing. And uh, that's that's a huge reason because they know one season at Alabama can make them a top five draft pick. I'm really curious to see how many guys Auburn has like that because on the front seven they've had that now. Mm-hmm. I mean. Downhill Brits finally getting to play. And Zacoby, excuse me, Jack Rabbit's finally getting to play. I mean, and these guys have been sitting a while. Yeah. And it was obvious that they were going to take over. There are a lot of questions like, okay, how good are these guys going to be? And like, I think they're better than the guys in front of them. But that's what we used to say when, whenever Alabama reloaded on defense. You know, yeah. at the start of when Saban started really kind of getting those guys going is, I mean, I, I think Auburn's developed depth to that point and recruited well consistently and, and long enough we are starting to see that. So I know there's a lot of talk about next year. You're losing a lot on the defensive line. You're losing a lot of the, you're losing a lot on the defensive backfield. But with the exception of you know what all you're losing on the offensive line, there's clear cut guys. You're like, okay, he's going to be the next guy there. Okay, he's going to be the next guy there. So I'm curious to see how much drop off there's going to be when you, when you, when you talk about that. And especially the the more guys you get drafted, the more appealing that's going to be for the kids, the new kids to come in. But Auburn's putting together a great class without all of that. And so, it, I don't know. I, I just kind of wanted to share that. I think that's going to be kind of interesting to see how they handle more success in the NFL draft because it's coming. Mm-hmm. And I think they should capitalize on it because other schools are. Yeah, it's a great point. I completely agree. Sweet. Sweet. Any other things going on right now? I'm seeing some Auburn basketball stories right now. Mark Murphy with, uh, with Auburn, or, yeah, AuburnUndercover.com, he put up a story about um, Stretch, Akingbola, Babatunde Akingbola. Starting out practice mm-hmm. really good, and, you know, one of the true freshmen that, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of it's looking at, at Isaac Okoro as that true freshman, but they're going to need help down low, and, and yeah. Akinbola is kind of the the ticket for that as far as the young guys. Yeah, I saw somewhere where Bruce Pearl said like an underrated part of them bringing Stretch in was that Austin Wiley finally got to go against someone in practice that was the same size as him. Yeah, that's big, and, and so. That'll be great for those two guys, and, and maybe we'll even see a Twin Towers lineup. Wow. Wow. You calling it now? Because I bet we don't see that. That was It was a hard baby. Okay. Please leave me alone. Okay. <laughs> you just can't say stuff like that. People are going to call. You got to do another statement tomorrow. You're going to be like, Trey Williams, hold on. We'll get to you in one second. Michael needs to read something. <laughs> Where can people find you and hear you? Uh, follow me on Twitter, at CouchPapPotato. And you can hear me uh, right here on the Locked on Auburn podcast (laughs) whenever Zach uh, lets me grace you with my presence. Yeah, yeah. And you didn't belch today. Yeah, progress, you know. (laughs) 
<laughs> Follow me on Twitter at Z Blackerby. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Auburn. This has been another edition of the Locked On Auburn Podcast. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.